guys. Welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 24, Yarn Hauls and Fair Entries. Yes. Uh, what fun times. Fair entries. <laughs> um, I'm really excited about the fair entries for you. I'm also really excited about fair food, if we're being honest. Me too. Um, for those listening, I did not enter anything this year into the fair as we've talked about doing I just to be honest I didn't feel super confident in any of my completed projects like I could 20 feet away spot the mistakes in them and I just did not feel confident enough so I'm gonna kill it next year I hope but Sarah is gonna kill it this year on our behalf and has chosen to enter three projects um so there's what there's scarf or neck scarf right right and then hat and then blanket or is there like well, a miscellaneous they didn't even have a they didn't have a hat category it was oh that's under the other items yeah which i thought was odd because i thought for sure that they would have just a that is separate. odd like a hat's a pretty <laughs> commonly crafted item i, I, I feel like that. that's an odd choice too yeah um i don't know who we can pitch that to fair listeners why is there no hat entry i know but i'm I- excited so okay Tell me how this works because I haven't done 4-H or fairs personally as far as entering anything in decades. So when you go Friday to drop off your projects, mm-hmm. are you able then to see everyone else's projects or is that not until like the actual fair starts? I don't think it's till the actual fair starts because different um, exhibits or exhibit classes or what have you uh drop off at different times so like my drop off time is 11 to 1 on friday and then um like baking for instance i don't i don't remember what time there was i have the list but say for instance baking gets dropped off from 9 to 11 and oh then okay handcrafted items is like 11 to 1 and then maybe photography is 1 to 3 or something something cool, like that okay. so they won't all be in there they're like staggering who drops off at what time and then the judging for the crochet stuff is at three on friday which i don't think i don't think i have to be present for they didn't tell me that i have to so well i'm sure when you drop off that they will mention it if so right like hey we'll see you back in a couple hours or whatever right and then sunday is not anything i mean it, it, i don't know it might be when the 4-hers drop off their animals i'm not sure but monday after work i'm gonna go in and see if i got anything what day is what day is monday on the 17, 18 19th okay i don't think yeah. i have anything okay is eric going with you monday or he is but i think we're gonna have to drive separate because he's got to then leave for work and go straight to work so and I don't I mean I don't plan on staying I just want to see what my um placing was if I placed I don't oh my gosh I don't want to get ahead of myself (laughs) okay listeners follow up on Monday evening we will have an updated post on our social media about the placement of Sarah's project yeah if if that's a big if because there I mean there's a lot of talented people I feel like you wouldn't probably put anything in if you weren't confident about what you made I don't think anybody puts anything in to look dumb you know what I mean so I that's true although I feel like some people may be 
overconfident in I see things posted sometimes and I everybody's at different skill levels so by no means am I judging because as you hear me say every week how new I am and how slow I am but you raise a good point most people you wouldn't think would put something in to be on display if it wasn't you know up to par if you I will. wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't either but I do I see people post things sometimes that I'm like okay the picture that you sent me today yeah I well, I don't even a crochet. I'm not sure. I don't, monster. I don't really know what look yeah. they were going for, but it was creepy and crazy. And not to say that like her stitch work wasn't good, I guess, but I don't know, man. People are off the hook. Like I don't even know what that was, but I will probably have nightmares about it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was I like a whole thing with creative. with a face mask and everything was crocheted. It was it was crazy, folks. It was crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm really excited to see how this goes, and you're kind of the guinea pig that way next year. You'll know all the stuff for mm-hmm. when we go to do it next year, too. Um, yeah. Because this is so, my first time in this county. Yes. Now, it. is that stuff, is that new stuff you've been working on? I know there was a bit of a tizzy no. over which hat <laughs> to submit. Yeah. So, Sarah has three different options that she is really considering because it's so hard to choose just one, but she's got a very American looking red, white, and blue type themed hat. And that one, uh, as Jessica from Peace and Time pointed out, is definitely the hardest of them all, right? Yeah. And I can post it too, but um, yeah, I... You don't really know what the judge was looking for. And the book said there's going to be one judge. So it's all on that person. And like, I don't know, because I don't know who it is or anything. So I'm like, are they going to be judging based on technique? Is it going to be something that they're looking for that really stands out to them? I don't know. Here's what I need to know. So, okay, you got your fair tags. Yeah. Is that how everything's graded by a number? Like it doesn't say your name on it? Right. Excellent. Okay. Because I was a bit fearful that a certain folk or two might come across mine that is involved in our town here and be like, oh, Brittany Rogers, <laughs> stamp it with the no. big red X. You know what I mean? So, No, okay. there's a thing at the bottom of it that you fold up over top of your name and put it under like this little tab thing. So that way when the judge is judging, they don't know whose is what. And since I'm not from that county, technically, like nobody would know who I am anyway certainly not a judge because and I've never put anything in that county before yeah I worry just because I feel like people know me from like all the sports and such that the kids are Mm -hmm. in yeah um which I've got to say the past two nights we've had cheerleading meetings for third and fourth and then fifth and sixth was tonight and it is fun that I do know a lot of these kids now because like, as they were walking in tonight, I'd be like, hey, what are you doing? You ready for school? Like, I, it's fun that I know a lot of these kids. So, I'm really excited for right. our cheer season. Tomorrow, we have to go and finish making up our hello cheer and their halftime dance, um, which Remy is totally thrilled about. So, that should be interesting. Um, are you still, how's your mom's blanket coming? It's coming, but it's on okay. pause tonight. Okay. <laughs> Because I'm working on something else. Um, so Halloween, as we talked about, is kind of right around the corner. So right now I'm making a skull beanie. Ooh. Um, so like a beanie, but with skulls on it. Cute. And 
it's not quite working out the way that I envisioned it in my head. But um, I'm thinking if I if I keep going, you know, yes, it, it might the long term result. So speaking of skulls, I'm sure anybody who listens to our podcast and enjoys knitting and crochet has probably seen in the past week. The picture of that like scarecrowy skull kind of looking hooded jacket thing that's been floating around. Yeah. Which by the way, kudos to her because it is amazing. I'm not gonna say the name because you know Isney Day will get us, but Oh, yeah. is it from that? Is it mm-hmm. is that of that thing? Oh, is it, it is. one of theirs night nightmarish before a holiday yep. things? Yep. Okay. Um <laughs> gonna get the old cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah, she is because that thing went viral. Oh, I just thought it yep. was like a crafty little I didn't realize that it was from that. Well, that makes yeah. more sense. But either way, I really liked the styling of the jacket. And it made me get to looking or thinking of looking. I, I can't start another project. I may or may not have Pap's scarf that I haven't finished yet, which obviously is like 9,000 degrees here, so it doesn't need a scarf yet. But right. I've got B's blanket that I need to finish. I've got a dishcloth on some circulars that's about a quarter of the way done. And I may or may not also have a scarf on some circulars that is that really fun yarn I got from Germany, but I can't, I cannot start another stinking project, but I'm tempted to go ahead and, you know, the Ravelry queue that'll be the death of me, (laughs) go ahead and look up. I liked that hood so much on that jacket that I thought about like the whole hooded scarf type or hooded shawl maybe is a better word. Uh Um. And doing a little something like that on that. I mean, you could freehand a face on anything to make it look kind of Halloween-ish, right? Right. Yeah. But, so, the reason I have 12,000 projects happening right now um, is because, one, I'm like a bird and I get really distracted by new yarn, shiny objects. But, two, um, so, my little sister may or may not have gotten the mother load of yarn hauls for me this past weekend. Um, I was taking a nap and she called. So I, when I woke up, I was like, oh, hey, saw you called. Sorry, was napping it out on the couch. And she's like, oh, no big deal. Got some yarn for you at a yard sale. And I'm like, sweet. Good looking out. Like, oh, you know, always down for more yarn. Right. Dude. At the yard sale, it was in eight plastic totes with lids. Yeah. They were not parting with the totes. So they instead put it in four and a half of these big like contractor type like big construction trash bags and i mean they are to the gills full so um and i should post a picture of it but sunday the kids and i sat here in the living room and tried to sort it all at least by color right and first of all it's so much yarn like i just i don't know if anybody watches family guy or has ever seen peter griffin like in the clip where he's like rolling around with all the puppies on the floor like that's me with the yarn like just rolling around and all the yarn but some of these are so cool because they're really vintage like 50s 60s and 70s yarns like this this lady passed on that had this collection and um I'm very thankful like I feel I don't know it's it's a weird thing like I obviously didn't know her personally but as we were going through everything, like I 100% appreciated her sense of taste and color choices and why mm-hmm. she got. And it was funny because, you know, like I said, the kids were helping me and Remy would be like, you know, mommy, 
she really liked this pink color. She got two of these Jack Frost of this pink color and then three of these other brands in the same color. So, you know, <laughs> like I'm explaining to Remy, like, well, you know, but if, you, if you're making like a sweater, you need a bunch of those. Like one skein is mm-hmm. not enough. You've got to have a bunch and they've got to match. And um, some of the some of them were so old that they don't even have a date anywhere on like the the ring or the label, label thing that goes around the skein. Mm-hmm. Um but they're they're just super cool. Like some of these 70s colors are like brown, orange, yellow, and green, like variegated yarns, like just super hippie color stylings. Right. Um, but it's funny because I posted and um I had somebody re- I posted in one of my yarn groups that I really enjoy and I've, I had a lady message me like, I'll take all that stuff on the tray. <laughs> I don't know if she thought that it was like a for sale post, but I literally right. put like, so pumped. My sister got all this yarn and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we were talking about the cost of it all. And one of the ladies that's in the group from the UK told me it was cheap as cheeks, I think is what the saying was. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. I eat up all these sayings from other countries about, you know, whatever. So I actually told her I was going to shout that out on the podcast because it made me laugh. But um, funny enough, these ladies really appreciate yarn like we do, I suppose. But I posted that picture of all the yarn sitting on our couch uh, in that little group. It has like 2,400 likes. Yeah, I think I think yarn and what you do with yarn are two completely different hobbies oh I wholeheartedly agree because just the rush of like finding this really fun Germany yarn that I got that brown Mm -hmm. Boston style like I was so excited to have found it a and then b found three skeins of it and then like just to watch the shipping and know that it's coming um I'll be honest I was opening up a bag of these Doritos has this new like white cheddar organic whatever Dorito um, they're pretty tasty, but it's like a white bag. Well, as you know, a lot of squishy mail that comes in is also in like those, you know, white like mailer bags. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm ripping open this bag of Doritos today, which is the only thing I had to eat for lunch. And Remy's like, let me guess, more yarn. <laughs> and it was like actually organic white cheddar Doritos, but thanks. Yeah. So it's funny. I don't know. I don't think I'll be needing. To, I look. I say that I'm not going to need any yarn anytime soon. But you know what's going to happen? I'm going to go up in those bags and be like, "Oh, this barricaded color is perfect." But out of these seventy-two thousand greens, I still don't have the right shade to match it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's and when you find it on sale and stuff, like you just have to buy it. I've got probably four, at least four, Joanne's boxes in my craft room that haven't even been opened yet with yarn in them. I just bought it because it was on sale and I'm like, okay, you I'll haven't grab- even opened it though. No, okay. like, I can't handle that. that. I feel like, like but are I'm we going to have to have a live open. video, like a box opening? Let's do it. <laughs> like these box. kids on all their, like, it's a surprise egg from Joanne's. Yeah. I just, but I just got it because it was on sale and I was like, I'm sure I'll use it eventually, but I just, <laughs> I just don't even know. Like it was probably like six months ago that they've been sitting there, but I don't know, probably longer than that. But Here's the, the bad thing and good thing, I guess. My problem is I look at it like I, I don't know I don't know what part of my brain senses that we are always at the flip of a switch gonna drop back to Little House on the Prairie Times. I know. But that's where my brain goes. I'm like, all this yarn, this is gonna be so great if we've gotta make blankets for the whole city when the electric goes out. Like I don't know why. 
I literally don't know why my brain goes in that direction. But every time I think of like having additional yarn or extra yarn, I'm like, oh, it's going to be so great for bartering and trading when we need salt. Like, what world am I living in here? That I think I, that's going to be realistically a thing. I don't know. But whenever I'm hoarding yarn in my brain, I am saving us all. I just want you to know that. But if you're not prepared, that's when something will happen. You know? You know what yes. I mean? Because yes. that's how it always is. What is what is that called? Um, Murphy's Law, if it can go wrong, it will go yes. wrong. Yes. That's what it makes me think of. Like, as soon as, like, my cabinets aren't stocked or yarn room or whatever we don't have any kerosene in the garage or something toilet paper prime example (laughs) i mean if if nothing else over this last year year and a half i have lost all trust and faith in people that i mean that's what it boils down to and i feel like it's kind of a you have to take care of yourself and your home and your family I feel like, though, again, I know we like to blame the media for everything because they really are the fault of just about everything. But I blame that, too, on the media because they don't want, you know, nobody wants anybody panic buying. But then they'll be like, and coming up at 530, all the yarn is burnt to the ground. There's a yarn shortage for the next decade expected. More coming soon. So then it's like people and then they'll show the story and be like, one small yarn store in Boston burnt down. Everyone's saved and all the rest of the yarn's fine. But they advertise it like. Mm-hmm. In case you ever wanted to see yarn again, get ready to sell your firstborn child, and then <laughs> people go out and panic. Like, yeah, the toilet paper thing was the absolute craziest because, yeah. I mean, I just don't know. It, right. I don't know. Toilet paper got us hard last year at first, but again, like we didn't stock up hardcore. We didn't get sixty-two mountains of right. paper. We just got what we needed to get through for the week until the next week, but hamburger was the other one that really got us bad because we usually will buy kroger will have like the three pound packages on sale for you know whatever nine bucks 12 bucks something like that well when they put them on sale we will get you know four or five of them put them in the freezer and like we hadn't realized that there was a shortage when we were like oh cool it's our last hamburger we're gonna need to get some more of that and then nope yeah so that one kind of caught me off guard too but we've been doing a better job I think just in general of like if I buy a can of corn or you know three or four cans for a certain meal I will grab two or three extras just for the cupboard well and I feel like it doesn't help in our industry I'm doing supply chain that like we know beforehand things are going to be short and I think that that also kind of puts us into a panic Right. So I don't care what country you are listening from. Sarah and I both work in the supply chain field. Um, And all joking aside, get your holiday shopping done now because we are into this like abyss with no end in sight in the freight and logistics and, you know, global supply chain. I'm sure if we've got, you know, we've got listeners in other countries, so I'm sure that Mm -hmm. They feel our pain in trying to order things and not even just yarn, but like anything, anything at this point. Yeah. Um, the lead times are crazy. I actually had a, a client yesterday explain that their lead times to get the product itself made um, was like six weeks. But then the lead time from their vendor to ship it was another six weeks. And I was like, wait, it's going to take them as long to get it picked up as it is to make the product? That's not. Yeah. 
but it so is if you need it by Christmas, go ahead and order that today. <laughs> and go ahead and let that be today. your excuse to your husband or wife and saying that you need that yarn. Yeah. Look, Brittany and Sarah told me shit's hitting the fan of the supply chain world. Get the yarn. Yeah. Well, and it's not, I don't, I don't even know necessarily that like it's anything new. I just feel like it's catching up. Like normally things would be starting to slow down a bit coming up and that's that's not just not it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah know? and it's so weird it's not gonna like, happen it's this weird trickle effect like for for real we were catching up from covid and all the stuff in the ports being behind and then it was like we were catching up from catching up and then throw some winter blizzards in the mix and now we're catching up from ice storms and covid and everything else yeah. and now it's well, i mean it's... i don't know it's it's crazy but it's the struggle is real. So if you've got, you know, like you said, gifts or things or, mm-hmm. you know, I like to order a lot of things on, I shouldn't say a lot of things. Etsy is the jam for unique gift giving. Uh-huh. But a lot of things on Etsy do not ship from the U.S. And nope. that is a factor that I always forget to, like, consider. Right. Um. Well, your your birthday present was thank god it arrived in but i was really worried because it came from croatia um and i was like oh my gosh how did i not notice that but see i think the difference is like on ebay or amazon it's one of the search filter options like you know shipping north america only or us only or mm-hmm. i like exploring all options if it's not something i need immediately because i feel like for the you know ten dollars i might save like if i don't need it right away sure i don't care where it ships from for the most part right um but if it's something that, like, I actually need by a specific date, or then I will filter it down a little bit. I don't know if Etsy has that option. Maybe that's the problem. I don't think so. Not, I mean, not that I've seen anyway. That could be why I didn't notice then. That's something I'm going to have to start paying better attention to. Which, again, I mean, I order from Etsy, like, two to three times a year. So it's not super hardcore that I do it. But I get carried away. There's People are just so damn crafty. Um, I know. I can't stay off Etsy. I'm probably on Etsy more than I am on Pinterest and Amazon. Pinterest is okay if I'm more like specifically looking for like, okay, I want to look up a recipe or, okay, I want to look up a birthday party idea for this theme. Give me ideas, Pinterest. Like I like looking at that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Etsy, I just feel like, again, well, people are just really clever. And some of the things that I see on there, I'm like, oh, man, that is so cool. Who would have thought of that? I will say the I buy on Etsy is crochet patterns. I will say that I've never bought a pattern yet because I don't really know how to read them real well. So I'm going to try to get down my, my basic pattern skills before we get there. I really enjoy four row repeats because... I like patterns that I can memorize without having to like stop and be like, shoot, what was I supposed to be doing here? Yes. Like that little dishcloth, the granny's favorite dishcloth or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoy that pattern because you just knit two yarn over and carry on all the way up. And then on your back half, you knit one, knit two together, yarn over, knit two together, carry on. Like it's up and down you don't have to think about it it's a good one to like watch tv while you're doing or whatever because all the rest of the stitches are just knit stitches yeah um this little dishcloth i'm working on right now is in waffle stitch because it is a four row repeat pattern that i also thoroughly enjoy um but this scarf that i'm making i don't 
I'm not good, obviously, at reading patterns or gauging when a pattern is going to be a yarn eater. Like, is there a way to tell on that or not until you're just in the throes of it and you're like, well, damn, this is taking up a lot of yarn? I am. I don't know. I think it depends, but I can tell when certain stitches are going to be yarn eaters. Like, for instance, like the waffle stitch. I'm not sure about the knitting waffle stitch, but the crochet waffle stitch. Absolutely yarn eater. Probably the biggest biggest yarn eater i feel like of anything that i've made see uh, i don't think it's like a post and back uh a front and back post stitch that that's a yarn eater i tried this scarf this my germany yarn i'm keep talking about and it was this little pattern that was just knit two rows pearl one row knit two rows pearl one row and it essentially gives it like a striping effect like a horizontal striping mm-hmm Except for, because you're, it's like a, the way the striping works out, if you're looking at it from the side view, like the thinness of the yarn, it's like a C-shaped this way, a C-shaped this way, a C-shaped this way. So where those are kind of scrunched up in a C-shape instead of flat, dude, I was almost through a whole skein and not even like a tenth of the way done in this scarf. So I was like, yeah, let's. Let's back that back out and try again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I may or may not have ripped it all the way back down to the skein and started over in just a basic knit stitch. Because this yarn is really pretty and I don't want to try to lose it. That's why I didn't choose a waffle stitch. Because I don't want to like use the pretty lose the prettiness of the yarn and the pattern. And sometimes I feel like I get carried away with all these trying to be fancy looking stitches. And then the yarn is not as pretty looking. Well... <laughs> With, I'm I'm not sure again what the difference between knit and crochet and how those are, but I feel like the fancier the stitch, sometimes the more yarn you end up having to use because there's just so many steps and intricacies in it that mm. it uses more than it probably should because you're going forward and then back and then over and under and around and to the side and you know what I mean. Like, I feel like this crazy. goes along with our conversation earlier like you're are you doing a dance there is that a dance you're talking about (laughs) yeah oh my gosh so listeners sarah and i were having a conversation earlier today we were discussing uh completely off the subject of yarn but discussing the dances that are like i don't want to call it a line dance because to me a line dance is like the boot scoot and boogie or the electric slide but like the cupid shuffle is one of them um Oh, what's the other one called that we were just talking? The Cupid the Shuffle. Electric yeah, but there's another one. Okay, is the Cupid Shuffle the one that says one hop three times or whatever that one? I don't remember, to be honest with you. It's been a long time since I've been like till wedding or something. <laughs> cha-cha slide. Okay, it hit me. That's the cha-cha slide. Okay. But there's another one and it's called the Cupid Shuffle and it's like, do the look. No, that's still that one. Now I'm singing the damn cha-cha slide and I can't get the other one in my head, but. But anyway, I hope that you look these songs up because Sarah and I think that we should start a workout routine every morning. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a trial after my birthday. My birthday is Saturday. After my birthday, I'm gonna try to go on a diet for a bit because Jeff and I's tenth wedding anniversary is in October, and I would like to slim up a bit before then, giving myself a whole two months to make it happen. Um, so not a lot of high hopes here, but I I said. These dance songs are like some freaking aerobic workouts. And I feel like if I was just to wake up every day and do the cha-cha slide, I would probably lose some weight. 
So we're going to give it a try after my birthday, Saturday. So maybe Sunday, maybe Sunday we start the cha-cha slide Cupid shuffle diet. I'm going to follow up and let everybody know how it works out when I'm recording my Billy Blanks tapes. I love it. Can you even imagine it? Ohio woman starts trending fad with the Cupid shuffle diet. Maybe this is how I make it big. I, um, I mean, they, they have like those hip hop dance tapes and stuff. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. I always wanted to try Zumba too, but there aren't really any around here. Like that was a big fad there for a minute. And then now, yeah, I don't really hear or see very much about it anymore. For me, I really like dancing. Um, and so I feel like if I'm dancing, it's not so much like I'm exercising. It's not like do 12 more sit-ups, Brittany. Like I'm just shaking my ass and dancing around. Um, although when I do the stupid like Cupid Shuffle dance, uh, I'm going to be real honest. Somebody should probably keep one of those AED machines on hand just in case. Because by the end of that thing, I am like a sweating hog and hella out of breath. Like it's it's not good, but. But that also tells me it's a super good workout, so. I am gangly. Like, I have gangly, like, flamingo legs and look very uncoordinated. (laughs) For some reason, I thought you were going with gangrene there, and I wasn't sure how we were (laughs) going to jump subjects so hardcore like that, but I'll take gangly. No. No, I'm just saying that, like, I, I tried gymnastics when I was a kid. It was horrible at that, but that's the thing. Like I've always had just really long legs and they just kind of do whatever they want and just kind of flail wherever they want. And so any kind of coordinated moves of any kind just don't really, Could you... you and I both have some back problems. I just don't even know. <laughs> I know. I'll be honest though. I think my back problems are probably related to the fact that I need to lose weight. Like I'm honest with everyone here. Anybody who has seen my pictures, I'm not a small girl. I mean, I'm not, I don't know, like my 600 pound life yet, but I mean, I am like a solid 265. So I feel like a lot of my back problems and like my knees, because my knees are terrible too. Ah, if I could lose some weight, I feel like that would probably also help me. Now, you don't have any excuse. You just straight up have back problems. But, like, the doctors don't even want to check my shit out because they're like, oh, you got to lose about 200 pounds before we can consider anything other than your weight being the problem. Like, anytime anything is wrong with me, they're like, oh, you're overweight. Yes, Einstein. I am well aware. Thank you. Erica would be like, Sarah's back on FMLA again because she was cha-cha sliding in the living room. Well, yeah. And that last time your back was out like that, man, I would never forget him texting like, hey, didn't want you to think Sarah wasn't answering you, but the squad took her this morning. And I was like, <laughs> what? How are you going to just subtly drop that in? Hey, by the way, squad took her. I and like, I literally almost had to like beg him to call them and not put me in the back of a pickup truck because this is how <laughs> it went. He didn't want me to have a high ambulance bill which I get right. but I could not move I could not get in the car I couldn't walk anywhere nothing so for our listeners that and- don't know here in America uh, our health insurance system is kind of crazy and I'm going to just vaguely leave it at that you can do yeah. some research it's crazy 
But uh, what Sarah's alluding to here, the type of insurance that we have through our employer, um, you have like co-pays for different things that you've got to pay. So like if you say have to go to the emergency room, right off the bat, that's like, well, you don't have our employer's insurance anymore. No, pays. But either way, but, yeah. it all basically works the same. So if you go to the ER right off the bat, there's like this horrendous co-pay. Um, and the same if you have to call an ambulance or as we call them here in Ohio, a squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they don't call it that everywhere. But it's it's a whole thing, and it's it sucks to like even have to think when you're in super pain or when there literally is an emergency, and you're like, mm, is it life or death though? Do I need that? Do I need <laughs> right. to spend that extra money? But at yeah. this rate, it was life or death, and Sarah needed the squad, and Eric was really just working on frugal. He wanted to load her in the back of a pickup truck and right. just lay her flat and cruise her in that way. And, and for anybody, any of our listeners, I don't know if we mentioned this on the podcast or not, but my husband and I don't share money at all, so it doesn't matter if i pay (laughs) it doesn't affect him whatsoever so there i don't understand i don't know but he wanted to go um down the street we have a neighbor who has a pickup truck and he's like i'll just go see if zach's home i'll get his truck and we can just put you in the back of the truck and i it was april first of all it was cold and i'm not riding um to the hospital in a bed of a pickup i can truck. only fathom it like emergency we got her in the truck and they're like do we need a wheelchair and you're like no stretcher <laughs> she's in the bed like I, can we get a forklift <laughs> can we just raise her up out of there on that piece of plywood right, well okay I if it should ever happen in the future jeff's got a trailer so we no yeah. longer need the flatbed truck we will just roll you into the trailer yeah well and like they I don't, and I feel like anytime you go to the doctor for like pain or anything, they immediately think that you're up to something. You're trying to get something. Yeah. Well, I agree. I, and I it's demanded horrible. Um, an MRI. I was not leaving without one. <laughs> I was not leaving without one. Yeah, it's terrible because that's that's it. So many people here, and well, and I'm sure everywhere, but so many people here are hooked on prescription pain medication that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a stigma thing that you hate to even go to the ER because that's just all they ever think. Like, oh, you're just here for pills. And I remember one time I had a kidney infection and I was in so much pain. And I literally told them, like, I just want to lead you off by saying I don't want any pain pills. They make me sick and they don't make me feel good. And I don't like I'm good with ibuprofen, but I also just want to make sure I'm not going to die from this infection I have going on. So, yeah. Well, that was they. They're like, well, I doubt that you have a slip disc because you're kind of young for that. <laughs> yeah, like, well, but turns out it was ruptured. What's up? Yeah, two of them. Yeah, and they're like, oh, so that explains why you're in so much pain. But I tell you, I'm not a crier. At all. Well, that's not true. I cry to you all the time. <laughs> about but for the most but part, you're not me. I cry at the drop of a dime, and I don't care who's around, and I can't control it. You usually control yours. Yeah, and. So Eric and I have been together for 13 going on 14 years and I probably cried in front of him twice. One of those times was when my back when I was for pain problems. <laughs> the one was when those discs ruptured in my back and he was like, I knew then when you were crying that you really needed to go to the doctor. Oh man. I was like, I did. You're so bad. See, and I've just got this weird back thing that, like, I can be totally fine and, like, blink wrong and not be able to move for two weeks. I don't know what happens. 
and it's I'd say it's a quarterly that it it happens I'll be good for a few months and then something weird and then that's all she wrote it sucks mm-hmm. yeah oh god sorry the dogs are barking I guess Ethan's oh oh sorry oh, totally okay <laughs> um <laughs> this house is a revolving door it's just people in and out and in and out all the time oh weird I love it well okay so I know that you are off from the full-time gig Friday yeah. Um. Once you get your stuff submitted in, you'll have to give a report so that we can keep everybody up to date on social media here. And um, let us know, guys. Do you have fairs where you're at? And and can you, as an adult, enter projects in them like this, or is this just a thing here? Like, I'm always so curious to know how things work for everyone else. So we and would... whether I win or not, I'm still taking pictures of everybody's. Oh yes, projects yes. because I absolutely I need want... you to take pictures of the knitted projects. Yeah, I'm not going into it next year blindly like I did this year. I don't know what the competition level looks like. I really should have done my research more. Last it's year. okay. This is kind of a trial year. Yeah, next year all hands on deck. And yes, we're gonna need pictures of the knitted projects so I know what I'm up against as well. Yes. Well, come with me on Friday if you're not doing anything. Or not Friday. I'm not. I was going to say, mean, well, as it turns out, I am not off. So Monday. I will be working. On Monday, Monday I don't Monday. think I don't think we have anything going on. So I might just do that, actually. Because I Eric's going to leave straight anything. from there and go to work. So you can walk around the fair with me or whatever if you want. I've never been to our fair. What? I know. I live two Ever? blocks from it. Ever. Yeah, I, I mean, was going to say, I, I park at your house and walk to the fair. Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, here's the thing. Last year, it was a half-assed COVID fair. The year before yeah. that, it was, like, the week that we were having, like, 9,000 bajillion degree heat. And I was like, I don't care if it's two blocks away or not. Like, you would just sweat looking outside, and I just didn't want to mess around with it. So, it's, I don't, it just hasn't worked out. And I really love fair food. We always go to Ross County, which theirs is usually, like, I think the first week of August, maybe. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the fair I grew up going to for 4-H and stuff, so I always enjoy going there. Um, but my kids, I don't know, Gatlin's terrified of, like, he does not enjoy going to the goat barns or the sheep barns or anything to do with any of the animals because there's flies and bugs and he just wants no part of it. So, I don't know. It's not, yeah, I haven't been, but I really want fair food, so that might be a, a double win there. Yeah, I was going to say, come with me because Eric, I mean, he'll leave but we can still like walk around get fair food and look at stuff oh fun we will totally i'm not putting you on the spot you can tell me now it's fine (laughs) it's okay no i just i genuinely don't think we have anything going on sport wise that's the only factor and we had that's true cheer last night today and then tomorrow tomorrow we have to finish meeting up for that stuff but it's kind of a cluster because they're redoing the polyurethane stuff and the gym floor at the school oh and the whole building was just, like, reeking of fumes. It was horrid uh-huh. today. So, and they turned the air conditioning off. But these are such first world problems. So, I'm so sorry to be so petty. But they turned the air conditioning off at 3 o'clock. And then we have all these events, like, at 6 o'clock in the evening. So, it's, like, 90 degrees and sweaty and hot. And everybody's gross and smelly. And I just wish they would leave the air conditioning on. Yeah. Well, I think if we could get rid of some of this rain, it wouldn't be so humid. That's yes, that's it. Anybody I don't who's mind. not from like the Midwest, I feel like, or maybe Florida, any of our listeners, or maybe kind of outside of that area, when we get rain here, it makes the rest of the day feel like a hot, wet blanket when you go outside. Yeah, it's not pleasant at all. Mm-mm. I just, not a fan. Do not recommend. Yeah. Um, well, okay, we will keep everybody posted. So, listeners, 
Um, social media, find us Instagram or Facebook. They're the same, which is at needles hooks DL. Um, or you can email us needles hooks and dirty looks at gmail.com spelled all the way out. Um, but be on the lookout there. We're going to post some pictures when Sarah makes her final choices of what is getting submitted in. We will post those. <laughs> Um, and updates along the way as she, it'll be like Sarah's road to first place. That's what we're going to title the next episode. Once we know that you've sealed it, sealed the deal. <laughs> it's um, such a hard decision. It's so hard. I didn't, <sighs> I'm making it harder on myself and I don't need to. It's stupid, but I just wish I knew like what they were judging on. If I knew what they were judging on, that would help me decide. Right. Is it stitches done. and skill work or is it overall project? Right. And the chicken hat, I was like, okay, well, that's farm related. So that might, I mean, if this, if the judge is a fair farm, maybe fair board type person, maybe they might really enjoy the chicken. Like, I don't know. And the chicken, like, there's nothing really special about that. It's not as intricate as maybe like the other two, but it's whimsical. So I don't know. I'm losing sleep over it. I'm not going to oh, sleep man. until okay. Monday. Well, <laughs> hopefully we have left everybody hanging on the edge of their seats to see what happens next. As the fair saga continues. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, we appreciate you guys listening with us tonight and every night. And we really would be just thrilled if you found us on social media and sent us a little message or chimed in on one of our pictures there. Um, But look for updates. And otherwise, uh, we will definitely update you next week when we are back on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. We've had a lot of fun tonight. At Needles Hooks yeah. Needles Hooks and Dirty Looks at gmo.com. Find us. Yep. Bye. Bye.